0: Let's pray together and then come and look at this part of the Bible together. Lord, as we come now to look at the Scriptures, we pray that you would shine your light upon them and shine your light upon your Son, that we might marvel at him and delight in him. Speak to us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I, I wonder, have you got your Christmas present spot yet? Has anyone done, Has just? I know it's going kind to of shame some of us, has hands up if anyone's got all of their Christmas shopping done yet. Anybody? Oh! Oh, some very organized people. I'm actually thinking of getting Emma a fridge for Christmas this year. Uh, you know, it's just the thought of how her face would light up when she opens it. No? No? No, you don't know. Uh, lights, I mean, lights, they, they really are amazing. The world would be a very dull place without them. No, no, dad jokes. They're just terrible this morning. Absolutely terrible. I don't know if you've ever really spent time thinking about light. Um, I have to say it's not something that I have spent a, a big amount of time thinking about. But light is something that is just so absolutely wonderful and essential. Have you ever thought about it? Imagine a world without light. Imagine a world that was always dark, not being able to see in front of you, not being able to see the faces of your loved ones. Imagine the fear of walking at night without light. Imagine a world without light. Plants wouldn't grow. We wouldn't even, I think, exist without light. Light is essential and it's wonderful and it's fantastic and it's amazing. And what John says in this wonderful Christmas poem that we've been reading the past couple of weeks is that Jesus is light. Have a look with me at verse 9. He says, the true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. John says, listen, The little baby in the manger, the the baby who we're celebrating at Christmas, the baby who was born 2,000 years ago. Last week we heard John say that that baby was the Word. But here in John chapter 1, verse 9, we see that John says that this baby was the light. Jesus, John says, is the light. Now, without light, we're in the dark. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with someone uh, and you've used that term. Uh, I was in the dark there. I didn't know about that. Whenever we're in the dark, th- there's things that we can't see. Whenever there's, we're in the dark, there's, there's things that we can't know. And so whenever John says that, that Jesus is the light, what John is telling us is that Jesus is someone who reveals things to us. He's like a torch in a dark night. He, he reveals things that otherwise we cannot see. And John says that Jesus is a light for every man, for every person. And in fact, Jesus later on in the Gospel of John says that he is the light of the world. And what that means is that Jesus has come to reveal things to the whole world that no one else can reveal. He's come to show things to the whole world that no one else can show. That's what this baby in the manger came to do: to reveal things and to show things that no one else, no one, can show and reveal. And this morning, I just want to take you a few, a few of the things that only Jesus shows us. A few of the things that only Jesus reveals, and my hope is that, that as you grasp these and as you see these, that you become delighted that Jesus came at Christmas. So the first thing that Jesus reveals that no one else does, he reveals what God is really like. Jesus reveals what God is like. I wonder if you've been to any Christmas shows. Uh, Christmas is one of those time of years where even people who don't normally go to the theatre might go to the theatre. We might go to see the, the pantomime in the Opera House. Or, or yesterday, Emma and I and the kids, we were at a, a concert, a Christmas concert, with the Ulster Orchestra. I mean, I wouldn't do that any other time of the year. But at Christmas, it's one of those times when we might go to the theatre. And some of you here this morning, you've been in the theater the past few weeks performing in the opera house, singing and, and doing things like that. You've been in the theater on the stage. But it's interesting, isn't it? But Before the start of the show, they turn the house lights down and there's darkness. And you look at the stage and it's black and you can't see anyone on it. But then right at the start of the show, what do they do? They, they turn on the spotlights, don't they? They turn on the spotlights, and suddenly the stage is lit up and you can see the cast or you can see the main character and you can see them clearly and wonderfully well. The spotlight shines on someone and it shows what they're really like. And this is what Jesus does. Jesus shows us as clearly as we can see, he shows us what God is really like. He reveals God's character to us. He he reveals God's personality to us. He reveals what God is like to us. And you can see that again if you have a look at the text. If you have a look with me down at verse 18 of John chapter 1, look what it says there. John says, No one has ever seen God. But God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, who's John talking about there? He's talking about Jesus. He's talking about the Word. He's talking about the light. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, that's Jesus Christ, has made him known. Jesus shines a light, like a big spotlight, and shows us what God is like. And Jesus himself, in his ministry, throughout his life, he he continually says stuff to reaffirm this. In John 5, he says, I do whatever the Father does. In John 7, he says, my teaching is not mine, but God's. In John 8, he says, if you knew me, you would know my Father. In John 8, again, he says, I do the things that are pleasing to God. In John 10 and 17, he says, I and the Father are one. In John 12, he says, whoever sees me Sees God. This, I don't know if you've got this, but this really is incredible. This little baby who walked the earth, whose teachings and life we have to read about, he reveals what God is really like. A lot of confusion today about what God is like, a lot of confusion. I have friends who are atheists and they're not atheists because they've come to some intellectual idea that God doesn't exist. They, they're atheists because the God that they think does exist is not a particularly nice God. If I was to ask them to describe what God is like, the description of God they give me would be pretty horrible. In their mind, God is not good. He's not kind. He's, he's not generous. In their mind, God is This monster. I think today, a lot of people, when they think of God, think of God as being some kind of monster. But that's not what God is like. You see, the God that my atheist friends don't believe in, I don't believe that God is like either. That's not the God. I don't believe in that God. I believe in the God of the Bible. And the God who is revealed most clearly and plainly in the life and teaching and person of Jesus Christ. Folks, if you want to know what God's like, all you need to do is look at Jesus. God is like Jesus, and Jesus shines a light on God. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that amazing? You want to know how God you know thinks about certain people look at how Jesus thinks about people in the scriptures you want to know how God will react to certain people look at how Jesus reacts to certain people in the scriptures you want to know what's really important to God and how he wants us to live listen to the teaching of Jesus in the scriptures folks we don't need to be confused about what God is like because Christ the Lord Jesus Christ has made him known to us Maybe you're here this morning and you are confused about God or maybe you're troubled about God or maybe you just can't get your head around what God is like. Or maybe you've come to question if He's good or if He's loving or if He's generous or if He's holy or if He's just. Maybe this morning you have lots of questions. Well, this morning Jesus is the answer. If you're troubled this morning, confused this morning about what God is like, I wanna encourage you to, to read about Jesus why not read the, the rest of John's gospel between now and Christmas Day and look at him and be reminded and reassured that we have a good God who is wonderful and holy and perfect and awesome and kind and generous. But Jesus, though, he, he doesn't just reveal God. Jesus does something else that, that no one else really does. And the second thing that Jesus does is he, he exposes sin. Now, my guess is, as you hear that, you kind of feel a bit uncomfortable about that. That that doesn't sound like a good thing. It sounds kind of awkward and and makes you feel uncomfortable. But that's what Jesus does. He exposes sin. If you want to think of a a different light to compare Jesus to, it's a little bit like a, a security light. I wonder, do you have security lights up at your house? You know those lights that if someone walks towards, the light goes on and kind of startles them? You know, if someone's going to go and break in the back of your house, the light goes on, and they're exposed, and hopefully they run away. Well, that's a bit of like what Jesus does. He, he exposes our sin. And again, Jesus says this very clearly about himself. He says it in John chapter 3. He says this, For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, that's himself, and does not come to light. They don't come to me, lest his works should be exposed. John's talking to his friends, and he says, listen, friends, he says, some people are not going to come to me. They're going to run from me, and the reason they're going to run from me is because they know when they come to me, they're going to be exposed. They're going to see their sin. I want you to imagine for a moment that, that you're one of Jesus' disciples, okay? You're one of the, the twelve, Uh, And you got to follow Jesus around for the three years that he walked in his ministry. Okay, so you're one of those 12 people, right? And so you're a fisherman by background or you're a tax collector by background. You're just a normal person. And you start to go with Jesus where he goes. Uh, And you're amazed by lots of the things he does. You're amazed by his miracles. You're amazed by his teaching. You're amazed by Jesus. He's wonderful and he's awesome. And he's great to be around. But oh boy, would you not feel exposed a lot of the time? These children are coming and they're running up to Jesus. And you're thinking, Jesus is too important for kids. We better get these children to clear a way off. And what does Jesus do? He says, no, 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 guys. Let the children come to me. You'd feel exposed, wouldn't you? Is my attitude towards these children wrong? Maybe should I care about the least in society? You'd be exposed just by just by being around them. Then there's the woman and she's caught in adultery. She's broken God's law. She has sinned sexually in a major way. It's, it's there for everyone to see. She's brought out in front of the people. And they want to stone her. And you as a disciple and you're self-righteous attitude or thinking well do you know what she has broken god's law and she does deserve that and then what does jesus say (laughs) he says words that would expose you again okay well i'll tell you what he who is without sin you can throw the first stone suddenly you're exposed you're just like this lady You're sinful too. You you deserve God's wrath. You deserve God's punishment. You're exposed just from being around Jesus. And today, folks, what we're told is that, that, that God, through Christ, has sent the Holy Spirit to live in our hearts. In a sense, Jesus' presence, it never leaves us. Jesus is always present with us wherever we go. His Holy Spirit lives within us. And I know that's another mystery that we have to try and get our heads around, but that's what the Bible teaches. And so what that means is that as we follow Jesus and as we live this life, there are times when we will feel really convicted about our sin. We will feel exposed by the light of the Spirit of Christ that's in us will be exposed. And we also will be exposed as we read the teaching of Jesus. Again, you can imagine the disciples being with Jesus for those three years and and they sit down and he gets a big crowd of people and he starts to teach them. And just the things that Jesus said, again, it would have exposed them. You've heard it said, don't commit adultery, but I say, whoever looks at a woman with lust in his eye has already committed adultery in his heart. And all the disciples are sitting there going, oh dear. Oh dear. You've heard it said, love your enemy. You've heard it said, love your neighbor, but I said you love your enemy and do, you do good to those who persecute you. Jesus is a light who exposes sin. That might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. But what I really want you to see this morning is that this is a Blessing. This is a wonderful, amazing, fantastic blessing. I want you to imagine that you had a deadly cancer in your body. Imagine there was a deadly cancer in your body and it was going to kill you if it wasn't dealt with. And now I want you to imagine that there was a doctor and this doctor had this wonderful light and he could just shine this light on your body and when he shined the light on your body, the cancer would be exposed and something could be done about it. Well, this is why Jesus being the light that exposes our sin is so wonderful. Because once it's exposed, we can bring it to him and we can be forgiven for it and we can turn from it, and we can live without it. Jesus, the light, exposing our sin, is a wonderful blessing. The next thing then that Jesus does as the light is that he warns of danger. There was a captain of a ship, and he was out in the the seas, and it was very, very dark, in the vast ocean. And in the distance, he saw a little light ahead of him, and so he went on the radar and he found the, the call sign for the light and he radioed in and he says, Hello there, this is the captain of the ship coming towards you. Please alter your course 10 degrees. He received a reply almost immediately. And the reply was, No, nope. would you please alter your deg- your course 10 degrees? You go 10 degrees south. And he said, "Nope," he says, Alter your course 10 degrees because I am the captain of this ship. And he got to reply, no, you alter your course 10 degrees because I am a seaman, third in charge. The captain was furious and finally he brought out the big guns. Alter your course 10 degrees because my ship is a battleship. And the reply came back, alter your course 10 degrees because we are a lighthouse. (laughs) Do you see what the problem was there? The problem was that the captain thought that this lighthouse could move, but it couldn't. It was a lighthouse and it was set and it was stuck and it was permanent and it was always going to shine and it was never going to move. It was always going to be there. It could not move. And Jesus is a little bit like that. He is an immovable lighthouse. He is one who warns of danger and always warns of danger and never stops warning of danger because people are in danger. He is a light that shines and shows people the danger they're in if they do not come to him as saviour. You know one of my favorite verses in the Bible, and I think it's probably a favorite of many of us, is John 3:16. It says this, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, "For God so loved the world that He gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life." How wonderful is that? Whoever believes in Jesus, Jesus says, will have eternal life. And then he goes on and he says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. I've not come to bring judgment, but I've come to save the world. Wonderful news again. But then listen to what Jesus says. He says, whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict, Jesus says. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But he whoever lives by the truth comes into the light. But did you see what Jesus says? He says that anyone who doesn't come to him will be condemned. He didn't come to condemn people, he came to save people. But ultimately, as he shines out, as he shines in the world, as he shows who he is and what he came to do, ultimately, if people do not come to him, they will be condemned. Condemned. Jesus is a lighthouse who warns people that they need to come to him or face the judgment of God. Now again, we feel uncomfortable about that, don't we? But what's the purpose of a lighthouse? If you're out in the sea, okay, you're out in your boat, what is the purpose of the lighthouse? What's that purpose of that big warning light? It's not that you'll run a wreck, is it? It's not a big light saying, I want you to crash into these rocks in front of me. The purpose of a lighthouse is that you avoid the rocks and get home safe. And this is why Jesus continually warns in the hope that we'll avoid the rocks and get home safe. Friend, are you on the road home safely? Have you put your faith in Jesus as the forgiver of your sin? Have you trusted him as your savior? Are you going safely home? Or are you in danger of hitting the rocks? Maybe this morning you would come to him for the first time. Let me finish with the last things that Jesus is very, very quickly because I'm aware of the time. The next thing then that Jesus does is he shows us the way to God. If he's the lighthouse that warns of the rocks ahead and the danger ahead, if we don't come to him, he then also shows us the way to God. And he says, I am the way. He's like the streetlights lighting up a path. He says, I'm the way to God. I've died on the cross for your sin. If you trust me, you'll be forgiven. I've done everything for you. Just simply come to me and you can be with God now and forever. And again, it's great to have Jesus say this nice and clearly. I don't know if you've ever been on a walk and there's been different paths you can take and there's a place you want to get to but, but you take a different path and, and you can't get to where you want to go and it's a complete waste of time and you have to come back on yourself. This is the good news about Jesus. He makes it very clear that there's one path and that he's the path and if we trust in him, we will get home to be with God. We don't need to waste our time down other avenues. And then finally, Jesus is like car headlights. He's a light that, that guides our path. Maybe you're here this morning and you're a Christian and you're really confused about what it is God wants from you. How is it that God wants you to live? What are the things that God wants you to have as priorities in your life? Maybe you're here this morning and you just feel like you've no guidance. You, you just don't know how to live God's way. You're confused. Does he want me to be kind of more religious and and do more in the church or or does he want me to what does he want me to do? Well, well the great news is that whenever we look at Jesus, he makes it really clear how God wants us to live. Jesus says the greatest command is this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus guides us through life. He he makes it really clear how God wants us to live. He wants us to love him and love others. Jesus says these wonderful words. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. Friends, if you have Jesus, you will never walk in darkness. You'll have one who leads you, one who guides you, one who will bring you safely home. You'll never, ever walk in darkness. And that, my friends, is good news. Maybe this morning, you're someone here and your need is Comfort today, maybe you're here this morning, and, and your greatest need is comfort. Well, let me just close by reminding you that that Jesus is also a comforting light. My young children, they're afraid of the dark sometimes. It's frightening, but whenever we put on a little night light, suddenly the fear goes. And this morning, if you're someone in need of a comforting light through life, maybe this morning you you need some comfort, can I encourage you to turn to Christ and to find it in Him? Let me finish with this lovely little story of a a daughter and her mother. A mother and her four-year-old daughter were preparing to retire for the night. The child was afraid of the dark, and the mother on this occasion alone with the child felt fearful also. When the light was out, the child caught a glimpse of the moon outside the window. Mother, she asked, is the moon God's light? Yes, said the mother. The next question was, will God put his light out and go to sleep? The mother replied, no, my child, God never goes to sleep. Christ is with you today if you have Him. He will be with you as your light wherever you go if you follow Him. Whoever follows me, Jesus says, will never walk in darkness. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, you know that so often we take light completely and utterly for granted. And the true can be said of Jesus we take him for granted as well. But this morning we marvel at who he is, that he is the light of the world, the one who reveals what you're like, the one who warns, the one who guides our path, the one who comforts us in our deepest darkness. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for that promise that Jesus gave, that he is the light of the world and whoever follows him will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Father, I pray for any of us here this morning who need your light. Maybe we need your comfort. Maybe we need your assurance. Maybe we need your help. Whoever we are this morning, if we're in darkness and we need you, may we turn to Christ and find the greatest light, the light that we need the most. In his name we pray. Amen.